Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My father had passed away unexpectedly. And... I'm sorry to hear that. When that happened... Thank you. Um, When that happened, I was like a zombie. This is the plaintiff Larry Ritson. He says the defendant is his ex-fiancee, who he spent 15 years with, and she owes him for a past electric bill, and gosh darn it, he's here in the name of justice because she refuses to pay him for it. He's suing for $757.87, the amount he's owed. This is the defendant Amanda Davila. She says the plaintiff is a controlling narcissist who's trying to hurt her in any way he can. She doesn't owe him for that last electric bill he's suing for, and she can prove it to the judge. She's accused of juicing an ex. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Mr. Ritson, you and Ms. Davila used to live together, correct? Correct. How long were you living together? Uh, at the house uh, for the electric bill was four years, but we've been together and we rented uh, for 15. And we just recently okay. bought a and house. And you actually so have two daughters together? Correct. All right, so tell me what's going on. Well, um, she was, uh, while we was living together, she was paying the gas and the electric bill. And we have since then separated and. I got a statement in the mail from the Toledo Edison saying that there was a balance of $757. Uh, the bill was uh, clearly in her name. She paid for it out of her bank account, but I asked them um, why did it transfer over to my name, and they said because I was the homeowner. So I was now responsible. Hey, but here's what I don't it. get. Hold on. When did she move? Did she move out of the house? Because the house was only in your name, correct? She was evicted, actually. How was she evicted? Because we had separated. Okay. When did she leave the house? September, September 3rd. When did you notice that she had not paid the light bill? Um, it was approximately a month or two afterwards. Um, there was an open bill that I seen on the table, and I seen the past due balance. 
On September 3rd, when she exited, did you change the bill to your name? They wouldn't let me until the balance was paid. Okay, let me hear from you, Ms. Davila. According to him, you have uh, just a few resp financial responsibilities during your time in the house uh, that was under his name and while you were living there with your children. And one of those responsibilities was the electric bill, and that wasn't getting paid the whole year. What happened? My father had passed away unexpectedly. And I'm sorry to hear that. When that happened, thank you. Um, when that happened, I was like a zombie. Um, I let the bills go. Um, and then my grandmother passed away three months later, and she was my best I'm friend. So, sorry. so it was one, thank you. It was one hit after another. Um, and then I was dealing with the abuse from him. Um, so what kind of I abuse? did verbal, extremely verbal, constant. What was the verbal abuse about? Anything that was under the sun. Um, I was not allowed to play music. Um, how I was trying to raise both of the girls. I believe in a structured life. So I was just trying to have an organized home, doing the best that I could as a mother to raise both of our girls. So when he talked about evicting you, um, did he actually go to court and evict you? Or I he just told you to leave and you left? You were um, Both. Both. Um, I actually left and I went to a hotel for a couple days because it was getting to the point to where the girls were exposed to him yelling. Where are the children living right now? With me. I have above succeeded. I have two jobs. I work in the medical field. I have established a home, not an apartment. This man did not give me a pot, a fork, a spoon, left me with nothing. He has, he has not provided me with anything since September. I have provided for these children. He is now filing for full custody. Have you gone girls. to court? Okay. So have you gone to court to get child support? He has filed for full custody of two girls. When I tried to file for child support, they said a open case is already open. We can't do anything. Right, so you, right, but then you just, in that same case, you sue for child support. It's not a problem. You don't have to wait. You just have to do it all at once. For, it's in everybody's best interest to get everything decided in one place by one judge, you know, both child support, and custody issues and the whole thing. So look into that because that's what you have to do to get that resolved. Mr. Ritson, are you paying any child support? Um, not right now, we're going to court. She's um, in contempt of court. She's not letting me see my kids. Uh, the reason why Amanda was kicked out and um, I would not yell, but I work Monday through Friday. She would only work Friday, Saturday and Sunday, 12 hours a day. Amanda's an alcoholic. She would play music very loud. Um, she punched me in my nose. I had her put in jail due to alcohol, and she's been an alcoholic for a long time. So that's the reason why we have separated, and she actually did the night in jail for punching me in my nose. Did you punch it is him? Another I'm form. asking you, did you punch him? No, no. Did you end up getting arrested for it? They took me to jail for the first time in my life. It was horrible. And I spent 12 hours in jail. And then what I don't understand was this man, even though I'm not supposed to be around him, 
came and picked me up and then referred me to a lawyer. I'm not a marriage counselor. I don't really want to get into the whole marriage problem. What I want to understand is this. There's a bill out there. The bill is in your name. Yes. You were supposed to pay it. What happened? You've told me about the death of your father, the death of your grandmother. I understand that, Ms. Davila. What I'm asking you is why wasn't the bill paid? Welcome back to the People's Court. I'm Harvey Levin. The plaintiff says he is here in the name of justice because his ex-fiance won't any up money that she owes him. But the defendant says she doesn't owe him a damn thing and she can prove it. Let's see what the judge thinks. When I was kicked out, I was trying to take care of two kids, establish a home. I was doing so much. At one point, I had two jobs, trying to establish a new life for us. Um, it took me two weeks to realize, oh my gosh, the electric is still on over at that house and I'm not even there. So I called the electric company because at that point, he was texting and calling me. At my dear, Ms. Davila, I need you to focus on what I'm asking. I'm, I just asked you, yes, did you fail to I'm pay the electric bill for seven months? Is that a yes or a no? It racked up a $757.87 electric bill outstanding by September. Is that correct? Correct. But that bill is under okay. my name, and I was going to get financial right. assistance to help me. But before I could even do that, he paid a bill that was in my name. He okay, no but that's because they're going to cut off his electricity. No, 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 no. That's what you have to understand is that they'll cut off the electricity over there, and that's where he's living. Exactly. When you say you were going to get a third-party financial aid, uh, what are you talking about, like a charitable organization or like a what? A church, no CAC. I know that there's resources for single mothers out there. Yeah, but you, okay, and, and that's fine, but what, wait, wait. When you say, I was gonna get somebody else to pay for it, do you have any evidence of that? Like, in other words, what efforts did you make in those seven months to get somebody else to pay for it? I was in the process of getting that paid off, but before I could even do it, he took it upon himself Can you prove to that? pay the bill. Can you prove it. that you were in the process? Prove to me what you just said. Can you prove it? All right. Um, no, if, and, if, in fact, you can get assistance from a third-party agency, then you should. Because what's going to happen here, unfortunately, is that this is a bill that you acknowledge you're supposed to pay. He's surprised to find out that you, that you weren't paying it. You're telling me, yes, I'm supposed that, to pay it, but he shouldn't have paid it because I will, in the future, get someone else to pay it. If you can get someone else to pay your bills, that's great, but if that you don't have any proof of that and you didn't do that in seven and something months so i really have no choice in this case but to rule in favor of the plaintiff because you are agreeing that the agreement is that you're supposed to be paying that and that's your bill you can't just say oh he precipitously paid it that's not precipitous that bill is seven months overdue it's not precipitously paying it i am ruling in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of the seven hundred and fifty seven dollars and eighty seven cents that is my thank judgment. you your honor So the plaintiff has prevailed in this lawsuit. Ms. Davila, uh, the judge has found for Mr. Ritson. Are you surprised at all that, that she found that way? At this point, I'm not shocked by anything that he does to me. I have been abused for a very long time, and he will do whatever he can do to hurt me, and I'm not shocked. Um, I just don't understand why he couldn't have been civil and said, hey, Amanda, like, he, he didn't have to go this route. And I would have gotten the bill paid so that he would have been able to have electric service turned on.
but for him to act so quickly and then to turn around and say, I'm suing you, um, it's, it's just another form of control. Well, I'm really sorry for you. I know you're going through a very rough time, but uh, this is court, and unfortunately, the, the judge has found against you. I'm sorry. I hope you That's work things out and they get better for you. All right. I really am sorry. Mr. Ritson, uh, you have prevailed. Uh, what do you have to say? I'm sure, you know, you're delighted you filed the lawsuit. What do you think? Well, yeah, not a whole lot, but as in the dot, you're responsible for bills, and it was in her name, and my electric was going to get cut off, and I also have $2 I have to raise, and she needs to be smarter with her money, and if she can buy alcohol and cigarettes, uh, she should have put it towards the electric bill. All righty. Well, listen, I hope you guys work things out. Um, it's not a nice situation when families go together, you know, against each other like this. I'm so sorry no, for not, it. Not at but all. at least you're going to get you're going to get the electric bill paid. The dispute here over the $700 electric bill is really just a little tiny piece of a much bigger puzzle, which is the custody dispute between Absolutely. the two of them over who's going to who's going to have the two girls. Really, they have to resolve the time sharing, the custody, child support, etc. All those things are being worked out now in before some family court judge in their state, and uh, that's a uh, it's it's a difficult. It's going to be ugly, and right. and uh, unfortunately, in these cases, the ones that pay are always the children. And she's like, he's not paying a penny of child support. Right. I'm doing everything on my own. How about he evicted? Her from the house. The mother and daughters of daughters are living in the home. Your two daughters are there, and I guess in middle grade school, wherever they are, and and there's an eviction action against their mom from the home. That's crazy. That's hard to fathom. In the middle of COVID, I mean, how did he even succeed in evicting her in uh, the middle of COVID? She must have just left before it actually got contested be. in court. That could be. I mean, on the merits of the case, really, what was he going to do? He had to pay the he had to pay the bill. He went and paid the bill. That can't be used against him. Certainly. Yeah, no. And she had an obligation to pay it. Yeah, and uh, you can't just the... say, oh yeah, I'd have gotten somebody to foot that bill. No, that's not how it works. Right. So Lori wants to know this. Hey Harvey, can someone at work force them to get a COVID vaccination? Wow, that's the $64,000 question. Right now, you cannot force somebody to get a vaccination. The laws could change on that. I don't think they will. But employers, I believe that this is the way the law is going to work out. I believe employers are going to be able to deny people access to offices if they will not get vaccinated to protect other employees. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
This is the plaintiff, Mrs. Walker. She says she's known the defendant since middle school and purchased an iPhone from her. Turns out she sold her a stolen phone. When she told the defendant she wanted her money back, the defendant told her all sales were final. Well, we'll see about that because she's suing for the $825 she paid her. This is the defendant, Brianna. She says her purse was stolen on the subway train, and next thing she knows, the plaintiff is accusing her of selling her a stolen phone. She doesn't even know the plaintiff and has never seen her. Oh, her? No way. She's accused of selling a hot iPhone. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff claims a girl she knew from middle school sold her an iPhone that turned out to be stolen. She wants her money back. But the defendant claims her purse was stolen along with her phone, and she doesn't know what the plaintiff's talking about and never met her in her life. It's the case of, that's one hot phone you got. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Ms. Walker, what happened? Um, On, like, the second or third week of July, I had seen a post, and she had said that she was selling an iPhone, I believe, Pro Max, for eight fifty. And then I, I inboxed her about the phone, and she basically told me that she'll give it to me for eight twenty five. So me and her set up a date. And to get do you the know phone. her? I know of her. Like we live in the same town, but I don't know her personally. Okay. And so how did you? Where was it that you saw the advertisement? On Facebook. Okay. So go on. And then we set up a place and time to meet. We actually met in front of my house. Um, I zelled her the money, and then I didn't automatically turn on the phone. I waited a couple of days, and then when I tried to turn it on, T-Mobile had told me that the phone was actually reported stolen. So I can't no longer do anything with the phone. Oh, my goodness. So did you call her and tell her that? So I had texted her back right after, and then I told her what had happened, and she told me, like, that's not true, da-da-da-da. It was a final sale, so I can't refund you the money. And then I was like, okay, I'll take it to the police. And she said that she works for the law, so it can't go that far. And I was like, okay. And then here we are today. Okay, let me hear from you, Ms. Brianna. First of all, what law do you work for? What does that mean, I work for I the law? I don't work for the law. I never spoke to this person. I don't even know who she is. My phone, my bag, my credit cards, everything was stolen on the train, on the F-line train. And I reported my bag stolen to the police. I don't have the physical report with me anymore. I was trying to obtain it. As well as I reported my cards being stolen because there was purchases in my card out of state. Can you prove the yes, last I thing could. you said? That the, yes, you can't prove, the, you, can't prove you reported it to the police, right? You don't have a police report. So you just said, well, I canceled on my cards. Can you prove that? Did you ever sell no, your phone to this lady? I don't know who lady? she is. I don't know okay. who she is. Ma'am, Ms. Walker, is this the person who sold you the phone? Yeah. Can you see her face here now? Yeah. Is that the same yeah. person who sold you the phone? It is? Yeah. Okay. Where, where did you think you know her from? Like, you said that you have mutual fr you, you were friends on Facebook, apparently. We went to the same middle school, so it wasn't really hard to find, like, her information and stuff. Who's Roxy Bando, Brianna? That's my social media. Yeah? Because I see you on July 16th advertising an iPhone 11 Pro Max Gold 850. Is that what like you bought? I said, my, like I said, my phone was did stolen. You, so did you hear what I just said? Yes or no? Open. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? So you're advertising it for sale. I was not advertising right. anything on my social media. 
Like I said, my phone was well, stolen with all okay, my information. Okay, let's take a look. Yeah, I heard you. You don't just keep repeating yourself. Now answer what I'm asking you. This is you under your social media name advertising the iPhone 11 Pro Max Gold 850. Okay. That's not me. Why were you advertising one for sale? No, what is it? I just told you that wasn't me. Okay, what? And I just asked you, and I'll ask you again. What is that that I'm looking at? Explain what that is. It says iPhone 11 Pro Max Gold 850. I did not post that on my social media. And I can look back on my social media, and it's not there. Here is a Zelle payment. $825 was sent to a phone number. It's the phone number where we have been reaching you. So what did the you do? Did you sell her the phone? And she's identified you as a person who sold her the phone. So what did you do? Did you sell her the phone? Her and then you had the nerve no, to double dip by reporting it stolen so that you could get that money as well or get a new phone? You know, I mean, I'm trying to understand. How can it not? The payment went to your phone number. I know it's your phone number because it's the same number we've been reaching you at. So the I payment went to you. And, that's not and, and you're on social media. media. Your social media name is up there advertising the phone. And she knows exactly who you are because she knows you. And she, she actually saw it not on Facebook Marketplace, but on your own Facebook account advertising it. And then I showed it to you and you tell me, well, yeah, that's my social media account, but I didn't post that. And then she identifies you as a person who sold it to her. What more do we need to understand that you have double dipped? You reported a stolen so you could get the insurance money and you sold it to her. And she has a useless phone. And according to her, when she speaks to you, your answer is no refunds. Really? Yeah, guess what? Refund. $825 verdict for the plaintiff plus your court costs plus prejudgment statutory interest since the time that it was sold. You should end up reporting this to the police. Well, that didn't take long. What do you think, Brianna? What do you think of the judge's decision? You owe her the money. I think it's not fair because I've never met this person or sold the phone to her, but what can we do at this point? Sorry about that. That's her decision. Ms. Walker, how do you feel about it now? Um, her whole story about her phone being stolen is bogus. Like, it's not like I don't know her. I know the person. She's a big-time scammer in my neighborhood, so I know who she was. And I'm glad that I won the case because everything I said was true and everything she said was false. Well, good for you. Congratulations. Okay, you prevailed. You're going to get your money. Good enough? Thank you. You're happy. When you have a case in a civil courthouse, the burden of proof is by a preponderance of the evidence, a little more likely than not. Now, in criminal cases, it would be beyond a reasonable doubt. In this case... I would hazard that you just saw proof beyond all possible doubt <laughs> that the defendant sold this stolen cell phone to the plaintiff. I guess you'd agree. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she IDs her. She knows right. her from middle school. Right. The money went to her phone number. Right. Uh, it's the number that we call her because the first thing I did was check the number to see if wow. maybe it went to a different person and there's some truth. She has no proof of the theft and zero. Well, when you sell somebody a stolen cell phone, you ought to take your lumps for it. Yeah. And, and obviously... She's kind of uh, sassy for somebody who clearly well, did it, wasn't she? I'll <laughs> say. I mean, really, really brazen. Looking right at you and saying, nope, nope, nope. Huh, it's your phone. It's the phone we've been calling you on. <laughs> the one that got the Zell money. That's pretty open and shut. Yeah. Donna wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, why do all small claims differ regarding the maximum amount you can sue for, and why do they set different limits? Well... This is an example of each state having the right to set its own policies. We live in a country where states have a lot of power, that everything is not federalized. And a state could say, 
5,000, 10,000, 3,000, anything at once in terms of a small claims court limit. And they do vary wildly. You should know in the people's court, we follow the law of the state uh, where the litigants are from and the basis of the lawsuit. So if it's a $3,000 case in that state, we make it a $3,000 case here. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case, Inside the Courtroom. This is the plaintiff, Peter Nagy. He says he was attacked by the defendant with a paint stick and was kicked off the contracting job she hired him for when he was 95% done. The crazy lady called the cops on him. He just wants to be done with her and is suing for the $1,434.81 he's owed. This is the defendant, Gail. She says the guy tried to install a water heater, and after four tries of getting it to stop leaking, she kicked him off the job because it was obvious he didn't know what he was doing. Oh, I'm all that money? No way. She's accused of a premature withdrawal. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff claims he was attacked by the defendant when she threw him off the property during a contracting job. But the defendant says the guy wouldn't leave the property when she fired him and she was only defending herself. It's the case of a premature withdrawal. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Nagy, uh, you are suing Ms. Gale. You've done prior work for her without incident, but apparently there was lots of incident this time for money that you say she owes you. Tell me what happened that day. Well, what happened is uh, I brought hot water heater and then made the connection. I had these PVC connection and I put them on and they didn't seal properly. So I had to go and get another one because there's something wrong with the connection. I put tape yeah, yeah. around and I had it bought him properly, but it did not work. So then I had took it off, went to Lowe's, got another one. The second one didn't work. So I had to do the same thing again. So when I came back, she says, get out. Take your stuff out. I don't want you to see anymore. I says, okay. I took my stuff out. And when I took everything out, I says, you owe me a thousand dollars before I can leave. Okay, so what I want to know is what was the agreement that you two had before you went to work there that day? What she had called you and she had asked you that she wanted you to do what? And what was the terms that you two agreed upon? She was going to pay you what? There was no terms. Uh, I usually put in a hot water heater and I have a, a standard fare of $320 to install us. Now, if that takes two hours or takes nine hours, the price is the same. Okay, so had you told her I'm gonna charge you X or you two didn't even talk about it? No, we did not talk about it. She said- Okay, and uh, what is this about cabinets yeah. and cleanup? Tell me about that. All right, I spent about three hours cleaning up all the rubbish in the garage and I put everything in my minivan and hauled everything away. What rubbish? Because it's a, a garage. How big a garage could it be that it could take three hours? What was the rubbish? It was empty paint cans. It was all miscellaneous junk. Okay. And I asked you about cabinets because you're suing for the cost of cabinets. Tell me what happened there. I brought brand new cabinets on the job and she decided she didn't want them. So she, she pushed them out in the driveway. 
and she scratched them all up when she did that. And I says, they're not going to take it back. And the policeman says, take it away anyway. All right, Pushing hold on, all hold on. The- so what happens when you, so you go to the third hardware store, you get the better piece, you come back, you're ready to install it, and she just throws you off the job? And you tell her, yes, you owe did. me $1,000. And then she says, I'm yes, not paying she... you anything, and then you call the police. No, she called the police. She called the she police. She called the police. She wanted, she wanted me to get out of the garage, and what she did is she had a stick, and she was hitting me with a stick, and pushed me out, and, and then she says, get out. I says, I'm not leaving until I get $1,000, and then she called the police. So they come. Okay, Miss Gale, tell I me said, your side of the story. What happened here? He was there to install a hot water heater, and that's all. He came at 9 o'clock, and he was to come himself. He brought someone else, and that's the one that worked on it. However, he was there from 9 o'clock starting it, Till 4:30 in the morning, 4:30 in the afternoon, it still was not hooked up. So at 4:30, he leaves for the four, for the fifth time. I don't know where he was going or what he was doing, but I don't have a hot water, and the hot water heater is not hooked up. So I decided seven and a half hours is ridiculous to install a hot water heater. So um, I asked him to please leave. I didn't want him in the house again because I didn't feel like What was your game plan, Ms. Gale? Uh, Let me ask you, Ms. Gale. You feel that seven and a half hours is too long. I don't. But it's not like you were talking about the guy was trying to put a hot water heater in for days and obviously he didn't know what he was doing. There was a leak in a connection. He was trying to get it tight and right for you. What I don't understand is what's your game plan when you tell him get off my property? That you're going to get a free water heater? Hot water heater? Like... What, what exactly was in no. your head about how you were going to resolve this? Just throw him off the at, property and then you get a free hot water heater? He was there at 9 o'clock after seven and a half hours and he brought someone. He was going to install it. He didn't install it. He brought someone there. So what? So what? And so what? Him. How is well, it that just, their people are supposed to work there all day long and you're supposed to pay zero? Tell it me does what not take seven and a half hours hours and it was not hooked up so i right, called because my neighbor you wouldn't to, yeah i know so right so you come. because you wouldn't let him finish the guy was you know struggling to get it tightened right so it wouldn't drip and then you he wouldn't wasn't, even let him finish. he wasn't Why? struggling he had it hooked up improperly because i got if you look at right the but he wasn't leaving and I, saying i'll come back tomorrow and get it right he's trying to get it right and then you go and get a neighbor so that there would be a man with you and you know whatever you wouldn't feel intimidated whatever that's the because i here. live alone and, then and you, i don't trust i got him. it and then you tell this gentleman get off my property i'm not paying you squat for anything i mean how, why would well, that be fair? Because it doesn't take seven and a half hours, so I decided Ms. to have Gale, him leave. Ms. Gale, I need you to listen to me. Yeah, you then call a plumber and for 200 bucks get a hookup, and you think you're going to get a $400 hot water heater for 200 bucks. He did not have it hooked up after seven and a half hours, and it does not take seven and a half hours to hook it up. Ms. Gale, and he did instead not know of what repeating yourself, doing, I want I you got... to thoughtfully be quiet. Ms. Gale, be quiet and listen to me. You now have a hot water heater that works, right? And all you had to pay was 211 bucks. The rest of us mere mortals have to buy the hot water heater, which is about 400 bucks, 400 and something bucks. Then we got to pay somebody 
to install it and hook it up. What do you think that costs? Do you think it costs 200 bucks? You know it doesn't. So you have this bonanza that you want me to allow to have happen where all you got to do is pay 200 bucks. You have a brand new hot water heater installed, mounted, and hooked up. How is that fair? It does not take that long, and it wasn't hooked up. Okay. Tell okay. me what it is that happened when you told him that you wanted him to leave. He, he was not leaving. He wanted $1,000. And I said, please leave. It was seven and a half hours. It doesn't take that long. Then he went over to my car. I don't know what he was going to do. That was parked outside. So I walked over there. And as I did, then he grabbed my arm and I said, get off. Don't touch me. But he did. And then he said, I'm not leaving. I said, this is my house. Would you please leave? So tell me then what, because you're throwing a guy off the job and you have his hot water heater that you've paid zero for, what was your game plan? Just, that's it? You've wasted my time, so I'm not paying you? You get paid zero? No, it wasn't installed in half, seven and a half hours. Okay. So now I let me ask you a question. Were there cabinets there, yes or no? He did have cabinets in the garage. But okay. I did not what were ask him doing to do your... any cabinets. So when you saw the cabinets, did you say, hey, what are those doing here? I said, take them back. I don't want them. What happened with the cabinets? All right, the cabinets were pushed out of the garage under the uh, pavement, and it was all scratched up. So I had to get rid of them. I couldn't okay, get them I well, do you have... Cabinets. Just a moment, Miss Gale, I don't want you to interrupt. All right, okay. well, um, if, if, if you want to prove to me that you couldn't return them and you didn't get your money back, you're going to need to show me pictures of a scratched-up cabinet. Do you have pictures of a scratched up cabinet? Because otherwise, what would normally happen is you'd go return them. Ma'am, I do not have any pictures. The okay. policeman says, put them in the truck and haul them away. And, and they was all scratched on the bottom. When you push them on a the concrete floor, and then you put them out there on a the cobblestone floor, they were all scratched up on the bottom. So yeah, no, but I don't know that she is pushing to... cabinets. I have to see evidence before I can award you the money for the cabinets. You would have to prove to me that they weren't returnable. And that means you would have to do something that is not asking a lot. Take a picture of all those scratches. That's how you proved it was scratched up. You would have to show me pictures. You don't have it? Okay. Now, my next question to you is do you have any pictures of the debris and the hall that you're demanding the 90 and the 54? Any pictures at all no. that would prove that you had to load up your truck or that you went to the dump or anything like that? No, ma'am. So this lady is saying that she never even asked you for cabinets. She asked me for a hot water heater and for two cabinets over her washer and dryer. And that's exactly what I did. Okay. Um, I'm ready to rule. You, and you, by the way, you don't have any written contract with her, correct? No, ma'am. Okay. And you don't have any texts or emails back and forth that would show what amount was agreed upon to be paid for anything? No, ma'am. Okay. I am, uh, going to make the following ruling. May I say something, Your Honor? Yes. The lady lives in a gated community drives a BMW convertible, and he, she does not want to pay me. Well, just because people have money, it doesn't mean they have to pay you. 
Um, just because people have money, it doesn't mean they're in the wrong. I look to see who is in the wrong. I don't look to see if someone can afford to pay you. And when I'm looking at this, she is 100% in the wrong, okay? So whether she drives a BMW or a bicycle, I'm gonna order her to pay you. But here is the amount I'm gonna order her to pay you. I'm ordering her to pay you for the hot water here. I'm ordering her to pay you for the, for the uh, couplings or joints or PVC that you had to go out and buy. I am ordering her to pay you your labor costs of 320. And, you know, I kind of got to make a judgment call on the debris issue. I'm ordering $50 on that. I do not believe that you magically brought cabinets to a place where they weren't wanted. I think she's a liar about a lot of the things that she's testifying to. But I can't order her to pay you for cabinets that are in your possession that you just tell me, well, I had to give them away because they were scratched, but you don't prove to me that they're scratched. You would have to prove to me that there were damage completely beyond repair and that, were there, that you can't return them. And I, I'm not seeing that proof. So for all I know, you could have returned those cabinets. I don't know. So I am not going to get involved in the cabinets. But as for everything else, you are 100% wrong, Ms. Gale, when you say, well, it took too long. And so therefore, I'm not paying for anything. That's ridiculous. It was all on the same day. That is not taking too long. The guy was just trying to make sure that there was no leaks. And if anything, you should be grateful that he keeps spending more and more time to get it tight and right for you. So I am ordering you to pay him $837.53. That's my verdict. So the plaintiff does prevail. He doesn't get what he was asking, but he gets $837. Uh, the defendant, Gail, let me just ask you, Ms. Gail, I know you're not happy about this, but what do you think about the judge decided? Totally wrong. <laughs> I had, I did it. not trust him. I thought he was going to hurt me and leave. It does not take seven and a half hours to do that. It was installed wrong. I had to call the police for him to leave, and I don't, I don't think it's correct. Okay, I'm sorry. You have to pay him for his time and his service. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Nagy, let me ask you. She claims, again, you didn't hook it up right. Tell me. Let me ask you one more time so we clarify that. Was it properly hooked up by the time you left? It was perfectly hooked up. So I, I think she's lying, and she just didn't want to pay me from, from the get-go. And I'm very disappointed. I didn't get what I wanted. Okay. Well... The case is over and nobody's happy. How about that? It happens a lot, you know? Well, everybody's mad at you, Marilyn, so you must have gotten it right. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why plumbers want 300 to $500 to swap out a hot water heater. And remember, it's not just you show up and you install the hot water heater. First, you've got to cut the pipes. You've got to drain the other one. It's not, it takes time. Yeah. 25 years ago, I swapped out our hot water heater. Because it went bad. At I don't even house, remember this. The house in Coconut Grove, it went bad, and it was going to cost us 250 bucks, whatever it was, to swap it out. We I remember we don't it. have it. That I remember. So we didn't have it. But I, 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 I got the best handyman I know in the oh, world. My your dad, father, my, my dad's like my contractor dad. Right. <laughs> And he and I did it. And we, we, first, you put the hose on the bottom of the tape. It might take an hour. That's to why I wasn't remembering it as you switched <laughs> out a hot water heater. <laughs> we both did. It, it, it took maybe almost an hour to drain the first one. And then you got to get it out. Then you've got to you've got to cut the copper pipes. You've got to sweat solder all those pipes. It takes time, and it can take 
five, six, seven hours. It could. And any agreement, whether it's verbal or in writing, when you have a contract, if there's not a time specific, it's to be done within a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, a day and, is a reasonable and, amount yeah, of time. Yeah, and it's... It's not even like the guy said, well, I'll come back tomorrow and fix it. He was there and he was fixing it. It was just crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. But, you know, he's all angry about, uh, I wanted 1000 but yet he's suing for 1400 Right. So, you know, his proof is a right. little out there, too, but, in terms of how much he was supposed to get paid for these other things. Right, but what are the odds that this guy brought a bunch of cabinets there, nice new cabinets, oh, yeah. and put now, them in her the credibility no was shot. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice them. You know how that's always happening? People are bringing cabinets into your garage and you don't notice, and, and you didn't ask for them, but they bring cabinets to your garage. It's raining cabinets in your garage. Never happens. Jeez. So Lonnie wants to know this. Hey, Harvey, if a neighbor has a dead tree on their property and doesn't notify the neighbor next door about that tree and it falls and damages their boat, uh, could they still prevail in court? Well, here's the thing. If there is a dead tree or a tree dying on somebody's property and you know it's dying, here's what you do. You live next door, you send them a note saying, I noticed your tree is not well and I'm giving you, uh, putting you on notice now. I want you to cut it down because it's gonna fall on my property. Once you put them on notice, they have an obligation to protect your property. And if they don't do it, you can sue them and recover. We'll see you next time. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.